Welcome to Molly and Pete Save Everything. I'm Molly. And I'm Pete. This is our fifth episode of this new version of our podcast. We were breaking down Hallmark Christmas movies, which we will do again starting Mm -hmm. pretty soon. October, I guess. But now we're just talking about other things in between. (laughs) Yes. So um, we really appreciate everybody who's listened. And um, we always appreciate when you follow up with us about things that we've talked about. So now WGN is going to be keeping up with our numbers. Um, so if you have friends that you think might might like this podcast, I like listening to podcasts where people are just having conversations and you feel like you get to know them. So even if you aren't friends with us already, you can get to know us through the podcast. Right, exactly. So and yeah, tell your friends, tell your yeah. enemies. Co-workers. Tell, post it on Facebook. <laughs> Spread the word. Although I, I feel I need to work on promoting it as well because I really don't promote it anywhere. You post it on Facebook. I sometimes share it. <laughs> I sometimes comment on it. I should love it, but I only like it. I'm so I, I'm on I we're both on social media a lot. We're both like looking at our phones a lot and I'm concerned about the amount of time that I'm on social media and I'm looking at my phone and I'm you know, for work I'm posting things. Personally I'm posting things. I post things for the rescue that we work with. I do running stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot. And so I had this week I learned that I have physical evidence of how much I'm looking at my phone and it's disturbing to me. Your eyes are going bad. <laughs> so I went to get my hair cut and I'm really sad because Jessica who cuts my hair is our friend and is she's lots of things. She's a ceramicist in the city. She's a dog lover and she's just a special person and she's moving. So this is the last time she was cutting my hair. So I was sad, but I, I showed her where there was like kind of a weird length bit on the side of my head that it was like too long to sort of like, you know, I'll put my hair like in a bun or a ponytail and have like part bits that hang down yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of next to my bangs. But this was like a weird clump and it, but it was too short to like pull back. And I'm like, what's going on here? Like she wouldn't have cut this this length. I don't understand. Was it, is this like some, what, how did this happen? Mm-hmm. What is this is what's going on here? Am, am, am I doing something not doing with this? What I should be what's happening, but it didn't occur to me that it could have just been broken off, but that's what it was. So, and I have it on both sides. So she was showing me that these bits, this or sizable amount of hair is totally like frayed on the ends. And she's like, are you using a flat iron? I'm like, no, um, we're trying to like think about all these things. Like what could have caused this? And, she's asking about how I dry my hair and I was like oh when I'm drying standing in the bathroom drying my hair I have like my phone because I'm listening I'll be listening to a podcast or something like that while I'm drying my hair I'm just standing there drying my hair and then I like check my email or check my Instagram or my WhatsApp or whatever it is Uh and I stand there and I just let the hair the super hot hair dryer fry my hair wow. and I, so you're, I've noticed a burning hair. smell <laughs> so we the oh, you truth noticed this before I noticed the burning smell but I didn't like put all the things together so you noticed a burning smell but you didn't realize you I thought maybe a, it was just a like hot blow dryer that's blowing on your face sometimes like hair will get stuck in a blow dryer or it'll just be dusty or uh, whatever we have a lot of we have a lot reasons. of animals there's like a lot of mm-hmm. there's just a lot of uh yeah, fur, hair, whatever, around. We're always battling. Yeah, it's it exists. So I thought like maybe there's just something stuck in the... 
hair dryer and that's what's burning but no it was my actual hair that was burning i'm guessing this is what it was and you're blaming this because you are i'm standing on, and on looking at media. instagram or facebook or whatever while i'm drying my hair and i'm just not kind realizing like i'm just holding or, yeah. the hair dryer in one spot and burning my hair and it all to me that's what it is it all like comes together and makes sense and yeah um we can solved it so now i have to like well i can't do that anymore i have to change how i have to follow a protocol for how to dry my hair and now i have to like use a bunch of products to like get this to start like working on strengthening my hair growing it i, mean, I have long hair and there's like a major part of it that is short now so now i have to also to to make it even more embarrassing i have to go to somebody new so this is one thing first bit of homework is I'm looking for somebody new to cut my hair. So if anybody has a <laughs> recommend, I've, got, I've got some recommendations, but um, I can always use more because I'm really, it's hard. It's really, I'm really nervous about going to somebody yeah, else of course, now. It's important. You're so now I have to tell that new person like, okay, you, you might notice that this bit, you're on yeah. Instagram. <laughs> I don't know what I would explain. I can just say, I can just say this part is, if you notice this, I'm trying to like grow it back. <laughs> I don't have to totally get into the yeah, details. You don't have to get into details. Let her speculate. <laughs> Yeah, so it was like something medical. I've already been feeling like I needed to take a break from social media. And apparently you're supposed to take a month. Like people take weeks off here and there. Yeah. But apparently like to really get the benefit from it, you're supposed to take an entire month off, which I don't know how I do that. I've I've seen people in my feed do that and they announce. Yeah. So that's one thing you can say, like, I'm taking a break. You can email me if you need to reach me. And this is what's, you know, don't worry about me. (laughs) Because with you, with your social media, it's also part of your business. So, I mean, I think that it kind of goes hand in hand and that's what makes it a little bit more difficult to just give up. Yeah. So I see Um, people who do do, who use social media for work take a week off so a week seems doable but what if like a week doesn't you don't really get the benefit from it it's just like seems kind of pointless then so I, i've got to figure out when i'm gonna do that and the hair thing was a wake-up call that i need <laughs> i need to chill it with the phone <laughs> <laughs> it, it, to be honest i there's plenty of people that i follow that i wish would take a month off <laughs> I could, I could, I could get away for the, for them for about a month. <laughs> you could also just unfollow. You could take a month off of them. <laughs> I know, but like, I, you know, we've talked about this where I, I am a perpetual liker of yeah. things, and I'll like it. I like the same photo on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You know, I'll always like the photos. Yeah, I feel like we've talked about this before. That like I have a very curated. If mm-hmm. we're just let's just say Instagram, I have a very curated feed, and I want it to be like. Inspiring, and yours is just a real mishmash of things. And so we have a thing where, like, somebody posts something that is totally, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they post that. And you show it to, you make me, I'm trying to not look at this stuff. And you show it to me, and I'm like, you owe me $50. I, I have a lot that. of people in my feed posting about, you know, Instagram owns your photos. <laughs> but you were talking about how somebody's showing you something like that they were impressed with or they liked, but they hadn't actually yeah, liked it. Yeah. And that's, that's a thing that I've noticed. That in your feed, when you're scrolling through feeds, you'll you'll your Instagram feed. You'll look and you look at the photo. You'll spend some time on it, make it larger, look at some detail, and then you and then you just flip by it without liking it. Like you spent this much time without liking it. And Justin from you know the Extension 720, you know my sh- the show that I work mm-hmm. on, he was telling me Michael Bryan, the the comedian from Chicago, was on Sorry, SNL. Uh, he was on AP Bio or the showrunner AP Bio. He was doing the color commentary for the White Sox game last week. 
and he was telling me about it. He's like, oh, do you follow Michael Bryan on Instagram? I'm like, no, I don't think, you know, I don't think so. So he, he's like, oh, you got to look at, he's, he was showing me all these, he's like, oh, there's one video where he's like doing stand up and he's showing me all these great videos of him. And I noticed that he didn't like any of them. <laughs> so he's telling me how great these videos are, yet he didn't like any of them. <laughs> you know? Yeah. What's the, what's I don't the, know. <laughs> I don't know. There's, I don't know the rationale for that. I do understand curating my feed and that yours is just like the, like a, just the dump of everything. <laughs> <laughs> you, it, there's no rhyme or reason like some things are great some things are terrible like there's just no rhyme or reason to your feed it's really all over the place and and i i don't want to diminish your your posts you know by me liking it does mean that i'm looking at it and i care uh-huh. that i like it yeah. so you know i've been criticized for like you just like every like even you'll say something about liking it like, that your like doesn't mean anything because you like everything like my likes mean something <laughs> it means that you saw the photo <laughs> or yeah or yeah that's like a lot of uh, what you'll say is like uh oh did you see that dog at one tail at a time that uh you know just got rescued i'm like mm, i don't think and then you're well you liked it <laughs> yes it's a lot there's no retention because you just like like everything so <laughs> i just saw a cute picture of a dog I hit that, that I didn't happens have to, a I didn't have to lot read, i didn't have to read the whole post this happens a lot. <laughs> so, so are you going to give? Are you giving up? I'm going to. I just have to find a time that. Yeah, because so okay, so we're going. We're going out of town. We're going to New York this week, and I thought like, oh, okay, maybe I'll take a week off then. But then I think I want to. We're going to the U.S. Open. We're going to Cubs Mets game. We're gonna. I'm gonna go running in New York. We're um, gonna eat good food and mm-hmm. see art and be with our friends in New York. This is and, the thing that people want to see on social media. Well, it's just like things that are fun to post mm-hmm. instead of just like everyday stuff so and i always like to look at people what people do on vacation and make a note of it like oh that restaurant looked good yeah, i want to go there yeah. i mean like it's like probably everywhere we eat is going to be because i saw somebody post about it on instagram yeah. so i want to be able to post and then i want also to which i guess actually you could post but not be actually on social media you could you could just post and yeah not but look not at like what, look, at look at what anybody things. else because it still takes time yeah and i want to be able to like i use instagram for research a lot mm-hmm. too so I want to be able to use it. So maybe it's the week after. But then it's Renegade. This is yeah. really hard. Then it's Renegade. And then I have a marathon. And it's, yeah, and so I, maybe it's like the week between. I'm running a marathon September 14th. I'm running Chicago October 13th. Maybe it's somewhere in the in there. Yeah, I suggested after the Chicago Marathon and before things start heating up for Christmas. Like between the marathon like, and Thanksgiving. I should just be able to be like, okay, I'm dropping. So, okay, let here's a second <laughs> homework number two. We should write this down. <laughs> we if don't you've need to write taken it a social media break, how did you do it? Did you just that day... Because I feel like it's one of those things where, like, I'm going to go on a diet, but let me make sure I eat this whole cake first. Yeah, or, you know, yeah. like, it, should I just be like, this is... I'm burning my hair. Mm-hmm. This, let me. I just need to stop right now. Or do you plan it into things? Because I can always. I feel like there's always going to be some reason why I can't yeah. do it, and I just need to do it. If you're currently in a social media break right now, you can send us a letter to tell us that you're. Uh, you're <laughs> yeah, that's right. PO box four two one seven thirty four. But I just like. I just like that idea of like. Okay, let's let's have a challenge and let's meet it right yeah and let's feel like You're, this thing that's like this burden that's hanging over us let's tackle that and f- feel how it like makes us feel better but yeah the end of it. you'll always come up with an excuse to why you need it so mm-hmm. just 
just, just do it. Just do it. Do it. Yeah. Like during Lent, when I used to give up things for Lent, I'd, you know, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to give up, a, I'm going to give up diet right this month. You know, I've, I never <laughs> had diet right anyway. So, like, what's the point? You know, you really got to tackle. I'm going to stop eating Cadbury eggs this month. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to New York. Yeah, I'm excited because we we're going to see a couple of days of the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. And we're going we're to go see the Cubs and Mets. And we've talked about this. This is our second tennis slash Cubs trip. Yeah. And next year, the Blue Jays are playing the Cubs during one of the tennis tournaments. And you've already put the kibosh. Well, I mean, that sounds fun. But I'm mean, like, what do we... This is just what we do now yeah. are these trips? And all the, and also... Aren't I there national parks to visit? <laughs> and I don't like... European I, cities. <laughs> I would be a little bit more gung-ho about going if I liked where Toronto played. I don't like their stadium. indoors. Yeah, I don't like their stadium, yeah. so who cares? Yeah. But one of the uh, my favorite things about going to New York is when I, I'll be walking home on Granville and uh, 75 people will pass me and I won't notice any of them. Mm-hmm. But in, for some reason in New York, I'm ultra alert <laughs> about things. It's your secret talent is spotting people. I can, I can spot celebrities like it's nobody's business in New York. The last time we went... Maybe I don't know. It was one of the one of the last time that we went together. Yeah, you've gone. You usually you usually go to the U.S. Open by yourself. I'm kind yeah. of horning in on your your. Uh, <laughs> well, your, I mean, I we have a good friend who lives there that I go with. We saw Matthew Broderick mm-hmm. just walking down the street carrying a CVS bag. Katie Holmes. Yes. Also just walking down the street. Who apparently just broke up with Jamie Foxx. Let's come. We're going to come back to this Katie Holmes, Jamie Foxx thing. I have Parker Posey. Yes. Yeah. I think like filming a commercial or something. And we saw one of the Mara. Kate Mara. Kate Mara like walking down the street. Yeah. Mm hmm. We saw the guy that the New York uh, morning uh, TV host who used the house used to make fun of on the soup. Yeah, <laughs> remember that? That guy? was years and years ago. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy. That was a good sighting. I think my favorite ever New York sighting though um, was walking down the street and seeing the entire cast of the TBS uh, television show My Boys. Remember that show, yes, My Boys? I love that show. Yeah, <laughs> with uh, Jordan Spiro or whatever her mm-hmm. name Jordana was, Spiro, Jordana. Yeah, and. And, uh, Jim Gaffigan, the guy who played the DJ, who Reed, was, uh, Reed, who was Scott on Reed from Veep, who's on Veep, Reed Scott yeah. or whatever. He's become like the biggest star from that cast. Yeah. Is this Scott Reed or Reed Scott, the guy from Veep? I think Reed Scott. Uh, yeah, it's just those guys. I'm like, oh, this is the cast from My Boys, just chilling in New York. This is amazing. <laughs> That's a good sighting. I didn't say anything. I did. There was a, uh, one time I was walking and I saw Regina Spector, mm-hmm. uh, the singer, yeah. filming a video, and I waited until she was done and I went up to her and I said. Hi, Regina. I really <laughs> like your music. We always want to see someone iconic. Too. Like we want to see Alec Baldwin or Regis. Or, you know, like somebody, yeah, yeah, like super New York. Yeah. So okay. So to just go back to Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx for a moment. One good sighting, you know, as we know, would be for us to see Tyler C. Tyler Cameron. I don't think I need to explain who that is anymore. He's he's become a list. So he's dating Gigi Hadid. He was at the U.S. Open and he was spotted eating dinner, like a group of people eating dinner. He, Tyler, Gigi Hadid, some other people, and Serena Williams was eating with them too. I mean, this is big time. So they were eating at this restaurant, La Esquina, and. That is where Katie Holmes was overheard talking about her breakup with Jamie Foxx, and that's how like the news broke. Oh that they had. wow, that's so how they came is, out. We've got, this, we need to go eat. 
I don't know anything about this place. It's probably like somewhere we would hate and it's probably impossible to get into and really expensive. And it's, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, but this is the hot spot of spotting celebrities in New York right now is this La Esquina restaurant. I guess I don't like to. We don't want to go to the hot spot. We want to see them walking down the street with their right, CBS just, bag. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just living their New York yeah. life. The guys from my boys just, mm-hmm. you know, walking yeah. down the street, yeah. you know, going to lunch or something. Yeah, I don't want to. Because at the U.S. Open, there's a good chance we'll see Regis. You know, yeah. He's always there. And Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is Regis so. okay? I feel like I haven't seen Regis in a while. I know. I think he's laying low because he was always friends with, Tr- with Trump. Oh, we still remember like watching. You know, I was a huge fan of Regis. Yeah, and we Ke- went and saw the Kelly, the taping and, uh, of Regis and Kelly, and uh, he'd always talk. Yeah, me and the Trumpster, we at the Yankees game last night. You know, <laughs> he'd always talk. Yeah. about it, and, like you were just you'd laugh it off. Right. Like, oh, look at Regis yeah. being Regis. He's yes. great. Now it's like I don't like Regis if he's you know hanging around. Regis Trump. would have been a good name for Keith, oh, <laughs> our <yeah>. cat. Oh. <laughs> Regis and Kathy Lee for some future fosters. Yeah. We could, if we had another situation where there was like one boy and a bunch of girls, we could do like Regis and be Regis and Kathy Lee and Kelly and Joy or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And Ryan. <laughs> but that, right, write that down. <laughs> Don't forget. A lot of writing that. today. Um, so yeah, so we, uh, yeah, we're going to go to New York, uh, hopefully spot some celebrities. Yeah. Hopefully, like our travel is easy the airport's not too gross <laughs> we're flying in we're flying into LaGuardia but we're flying Delta right aren't we I think so yeah, yeah. so there's like I think it's the shuttle right into the, yes. uh, the marine hangar or whatever it is so it's an it's an easier LaGuardia than uh, yeah because LaGuardia is really gross and I've seen people f- actually throwing up in the terminal. So that throw up is just like a, that's the perfect representation of what it's like to be at LaGuardia. But like if you fly Delta, you don't know about this. This is our tip. <laughs> the tip <laughs> if you fly Delta New York, you get this separate little terminal. It's just, it's kind of like flying into a bar. Yeah. Like it's just really small and there's a bar in the middle. And the terminal only serves Chicago, Boston, might be Chicago and Boston. That's it. Yeah. Maybe one other city. It's like a really, really Ugh, small. Yeah, super. It's, it's you just easy. walk yeah. in. There you go. Yeah. It's really, it's really easy. So it eliminates a lot of the gross. The riffraff of yeah. the airport, which <laughs> I hate going to because everybody is gross in the airport and I hate everybody on my flight. I'm always nervous too because this is one where we 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 may not sit together. Oh, we don't yeah. have our seat assignments. Yeah. So you know who God knows who that you're gonna you're gonna be next to. I just rather like I kind of I'm fine with getting a cheap seat that we don't get assigned seats. I'd rather have that money to go to Lasky for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then usually we can talk them into like getting seats. But it's one of those things where you can get a cheaper ticket if you don't get an assigned seat. But uh, whatever. I'm gonna we're, you know we're gonna be on the plane for like yeah, a little like over an hour, an hour and a half. half. Yeah. And the you're. <laughs> But I'll be watching, like, I'll be super prepared for the flight, have a bunch of stuff, like, way, like, multiple books, magazines, yeah, have you, a bunch of TV shows, downloaded movies. Three cross country <laughs> Download on my phone. People maybe have done all that stuff too, but then we'd get on the plane and he just sits there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can just sit on a flight and just, like, stare at my seat. <laughs> He's one of those people. Have you ever had to sit next to those people? Especially if I have a, a window seat. But mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'm fine on a flight, no matter how long. It's just sitting, just sitting, <laughs> just sitting and not looking at anything. And obviously, I need my phone to look at my phone all the time. Be <laughs> maybe, constantly simulated. Maybe seeing what other people are, wa- what other movies, <laughs> what other choices other people are making for their movie watching experience. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine just sitting there. If you have a great book recommendation, oh my god, no, you need a, <laughs> or a is, podcast. No, your challenge is to read all the books that are on your nightstand. <laughs> 
please make sure to bring a really heavy one with us <laughs> that have to carry around. Too. This is also something that happens. Anyway, so yeah, we're going to New York. But this morning we had a very sporty morning mm-hmm. uh, or sporty weekend, really. So Yeah, starting with yesterday's... The big d- orange theory dry dry. <laughs> is it big? <laughs> is it big? <laughs> There's a lot at stake. <laughs> We we were talking last um, week about how like you know we all right number one we love Orange Theory number two we go to Orange Theory a lot and we're very like passionate about it and we think it's a great workout we love all the people that we work out with yay number three Orange Theory likes to do events and they don't always like something's always missing yeah sometimes they're disappointing <laughs> so they get you like really pumped up for things but then there's not I don't know a all the payoff yeah a yeah. good pay that's payoff yeah because yeah, yeah they did for July for like the last half of July they did, they did a thing called roll voyage where you would keep track of how many meters you're rowing <laughs> and then they would tell you where you stood at the end of the month yeah but then they kind of forgot about like, it the other day in class I was like what happened to roll voyage <laughs> <laughs> like at like some classes, they would say, oh, yeah, make sure to put your uh, rowing uh, meters in the computer and we'll keep track. And then other days they wouldn't or I don't know. Just mm-hmm. do, some things they do really well. Other times it's like, eh. Really, we're just there for the workout. These are just like things yeah. that extra motivation or whatever. Yeah. Then. Again, why so, am I caring about Roy Voyage and... anyway? But yes. <laughs> so yesterday was the dry try, which is um, a 2000 meter row. 300 reps on the floor so you do push-ups burpees plank jacks bench tap squats step ups hop overs hop overs you do a bunch of those and then you do a 5k and we've done them a couple times before Mm -hmm. and they're hard i mean like they suck yeah they're super hard (laughs) but they're also fun like i don't know i like i like well i like that you like it's the cheering that goes on mm-hmm. like as you're finishing and that you're all in it together. And so I would like reach some point where I was doing like bench hopovers and I was like, why am I, why am I doing, why is this the thing that I've decided that I do? <laughs> <laughs> when did I decide this? Why do I have to do this? This is not enjoyable. <laughs> but then I was really happy that I did it at the end. So about a month ago, they, they were like, Hey, at the end of August, probably to coincide with the real triathlon Mm -hmm. Um, maybe we might be giving them too much credit (laughs) we're gonna they're gonna do a a statewide dry try competition so you sign up for the dry try at your studio and then they take the top seven people uh male female and uh, each age group and though the top seven will go to the statewide competition Mm -hmm. which is going to be in lakeview and the strength and conditioning coach for the cub is going to co coach the the uh the challenge or whatever so i'm like oh man this sounds like fun i like the we've done the dry try before yeah i like qualifying for things we could win this thing yeah like when there's something at stake so we're the first two to sign up well they had already been talking to us about it like (laughs) and uh, they'd already like they coaches had already been like you guys are going to do this right like they were getting us hyped up for it again though which is fine it's a fun competition it's challenging it's hard but the, the night before I'm yeah. like I gotta make sure I sleep get enough sleep it wasn't <laughs> until 12 30 the next day like it took up our whole day yesterday <laughs> but the, yeah, like the night before I'm worried about what I'm eating <laughs> and making sure I get the sleep right you were nervous about I'm like why are we nervous about a dumb dry been days of talking to people that I run with well now as we're even talking about this I'm like we've actually probably already most of the people that are listening right now have already heard us talking about this and they're like oh my gosh we're talking about that dumb dry try again <laughs> all morning you know, my 
mornings altered. You were like, do you want to take the dogs? I'm like, no, I got to keep my feet up. <laughs> I got to drive, try to do. <laughs> and um, you've, won, you've won it before. A couple times, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I think I can't. Yeah, I came in first in our studio. Mm-hmm. Um so so, uh, so we did it. And I'm wondering, like, what are the times that people are, like, what am I looking at? If I want to qualify. So it was, it's going to be statewide, the top seven qualifying times per gender, by gender and age group. Mm-hmm. Um, so by your division. So I'm like, what are people, what are the times that people are turning in? I'm going to know what I'm up yeah, against. Yeah. I wore my Garmin. I was like pacing myself. You wore your fat shoes. I wore my Vaporfly 4%, my like expensive marathon running shoes. I'm really into beet juice right now before important runs. I like did my beet juice. I, I did shake out a shake out run beforehand. Yeah. Not messing around. But it, it, as it turns out, you, you came in first in our studio and set a studio record for time. You did it in 38 minutes. I did. All that stuff in 38 minutes. It's yeah. incredible. Although the second person who uh, finished, he just strolled in. He just strolled in with no water bottle. He didn't put any effort. probably didn't think about it until he, he woke up that morning. He's like, oh, yeah. He woke up like I, 10 minutes before it started. I think I signed up for that dumb dry try. I better go do it. And then he finished second. Yeah, second, but I beat him. Second. Well, you beat him. I didn't beat him. You came in right after him. So. <laughs> Not really. And our friend Rachel came in right after you. Um, so it was a good It was a good morning. But I was really... So today I had to run 20 miles with my Kara running group. And I was... I mean, it was fine. I actually felt this is the second 20 miler I've done. I felt better this morning than I did on the last one, but I was really sore. <laughs> really, my abs are sore. My back is sore. My legs are sore. It's just different muscles. And I like yeah. I pushed myself so hard. So I was the last person off the rower in the dry try, but that was the first person onto the tread and then the first person off the tread. So that means that I did, you do like rower floor tread. I did the floor exercises like a maniac <laughs> and I'm a wreck. I can barely sit down. I'm a wreck today. <laughs> Why though? Why? So I know. <laughs> and, and, and this is the thing. So you won. So there's a good chance that you'll, you may be in the top set. You right. may be in the top seven. I mean, I think it's a pretty good score. So, I mean, yeah. it's statewide. So, I mean, there's, there, you know, you may not be, but there's a chance that you are in the top seven. So you'll be competing uh, in the championship in Lakeview. And it's on September 14th, a day that you're already running a marathon. So I was asking what time is the drive? Like you're going to run a marathon in the morning uh-huh. and then do the dry, the Orange Theory dry try Well, it's like night. doing like a, it's like doing an Ironman where you do um, a marathon length run and then you do ride your bike and you um swim so it's kind of, you know it's like doing that the problem is that i'm like the times will work out but i'll get real i'll get really stiff if i could just go straight into it maybe i could do it it's, it's dumb and i'll yeah it I'll is dumb. also be <laughs> yes, up against other fast people so with my in a, my state i like won't be able to go as fast as and I that'll can. and that'll be just disappointing because then you're gonna be when if you get beat you're gonna say well i ran a marathon this morning did you run a marathon i was thinking i was running this morning too like i could say like okay that's what i'm gonna do but then what if i i would feel really bad i wonder if they'll have alternates like ready because i'd feel really bad if like i was thought like i can do that and then comes to the day and i'm like i can't do this and i took somebody's spot, spot yeah i feel bad we'll see i've also was get, just think getting annoyed that i kind of held back on my 5k just a little bit and sort of knowing that i had to run 20 miles a day and i knew that 
I was going to win. Well, I saw the lead I have over the next person, so I was able to be a little bit more conservative. But I really wish I would have known the times that other, <laughs> other people were turning in. Because I'm like, what if What if I, I could have run, a, I could have done a, like a minute yeah, faster. Yeah, if you lose by a minute, yeah. you're going to be but upset. I had no idea, yeah. When you have no idea like what you're... Up against. Okay, this is. I'm embarrassed that these words yeah, even come out of my mouth. It's embarrassing that we, we care <laughs> <Can> so we <laughs> that we care so much about this dumb dry try. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. So now cut to today is the, was the real try right where we have actual friends doing a real competition <laughs> with that actually matters <laughs> right that matters that have been training the whole summer and unfortunately yeah and so it's amazing how hard they worked and a lot of people we know that were doing it it was their first time and the good old lake michigan that likes Mm -hmm. to ruin everything this summer was too choppy the water was too choppy and there's just so many people doing the triathlon it's just was too risky for them to allow people to swim today so they cut the swimming so it became a duathlon so yeah all of our friends who've like spent money on wetsuits and gym memberships or pools and time and effort and all that like couldn't actually do a real triathlon yeah when you woke up this morning i shouldn't say real it was real no but a true triathlon yeah yes the when you woke up this morning to leave for your run you said you told me that it was they canceled the swim portion and like my heart sunk yeah because i just felt so bad for the our friends that are doing it Mm -hmm. and i always feel weird about posting things on social media about working out i think i don't know i just don't like it yeah i I feel like it's braggadocious What? (laughs) Okay, no comment. (laughs) (laughs) So I just I don't know. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, this is a me problem. I mean, people do it all the time. And one of the a few of the people that were doing the triathlon, I enjoyed following their training. Training, Mm -hmm. like I enjoyed it. So why? Why am I scared of posting things when I actually enjoy? Yeah, it can be inspiring, or it can be just like. Um, informative. Yeah. So, yeah, I spent all summer longer following our friends' training mm-hmm. for this moment. For, yeah. You know, watching them swim, watching them bike, watching yeah. them run, you know, and then like to hear that, like, oh, this is that sucks. That this the- is doing things outdoors. And then when it's doing things outdoors in Chicago, that adds another like wrinkle to stuff. So, so I, I went, you were, you were running your 20 miles this morning. So I went down, uh, I rode my bike down to, Randolph where like Randolph and Lakeshore Drive where there's like it's like the bike section where they make the transition from the run to the bike um, and I saw a couple of our friends which was exciting it was chaos down there though it's these triathlons are like hardcore people are they're running with their bikes you know yeah. to get to the mounting area people are coming in on one side leaving on the other side there was a few crashes you know it's it's like it's like hardcore yeah and then in the middle of all this the (laughs) craziness of people going out running but it's like it's like your head spinning Mm -hmm. it's going so crazy i saw a guy riding a tandem bicycle so was he by himself on the tandem bicycle? no he was with somebody else he had a a backpack and a dog in his backpack (laughs) and i and I didn't see them at first. I heard somebody yelling, saying, hey, you got to get that guy. This is a race. You got to get that guy. And then somebody coming up to him and stopping him and saying, hey, what do you do? 
don't you see that there's a like a, a real race How going on here? How did he get here? to that point? It's so closed off. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What was he thinking? And then so he. That could not be more like all the things. Yeah, I was like, of course, of course, <laughs> a guy on a tandem bicycle <laughs> with a dog, with a dog, his wife, girlfriend, or something was on the back. Somebody yelling at him, and then he he seemed not apologetic as mm-hmm. he as he should have been and then he just kind of they kind of ushered him off to the side to send him on his way but like what what is happening here i rode my bike and it was clearly marked where yeah. you can and cannot go but yet there this bozo is the whole the whole trail is full of bozos we got i felt like we got some some attitude this morning like a guy a, a, like a man just walking on the trail yelled at us share the path and then uh, somebody on a bike like we're always worried about like stepping in front of a bike or something and we kind of like somebody in my group sort of like did that and then you know we're like we're sorry we're sorry and the guy like we got a big eye roll or whatever i feel like the end of the summer people are, are over it <laughs> <laughs> there is uh, yeah like i saw tons of really good runners as you you do on a sunday morning mm-hmm Tons of, you know, people riding their bikes. Actually, it was good today because there's not a lot of a-hole bike riders today. Because I think <laughs> they, they, were were, the <laughs> they were all in the triathlon. They were all the triathlon. And then right um, near Cricket Hill on Montrose Beach, there was the one guy who was like in the path with his remote control helicopter. <laughs> I was like, hey, come on, guy. You, th- this is a huge... I know the park is for everyone. But why are you standing in the bike lane with your remote control helicopter? And a grown man, not like a, <laughs> with a kids or a family or anything. Um, dorky in just the the open grass, like <laughs> yeah, just dorky like, and rude. And <laughs> yeah, path. come on. So yeah. So anyway, so I I saw a couple of a friend, our friends that were running the doing the triathlon, but there was another person, Stephanie, who I wanted to see, mm-hmm. and we were kind of keeping track of them via text to where they were and i was able to kind of figure out where she was i'm like all right so i'm gonna she's on the bike now i'm probably it's too crazy to see her come back on the bike i'm gonna like ride my bike over to the area where after they make their transition back to the last run Mm -hmm. i found it a great area where she's gonna run right by me and do a perfect spot I'm keeping track of, you know, the text. I'm like, all right, she, you know, she just finished her, her bike. She should be here in five, 10 minutes, you know, however long the transition yeah. takes in this, in this time though, I get the tap on the shoulder uh-huh. and I turn around and it's, uh, the family that adopted our foster cats, Midge and Susie. Yeah. And she's like, hi, you know, I just, uh, and I'm like, I, I know you, you look familiar. <laughs> I've seen you on Instagram. I know I've seen you in person. Well, I had like, I've met them a lot more times than you have too. Um, I've just met them once. And she's very, she was very, she's like, ah, we adopted yeah, Midge nice. and Susie. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then I recognized her husband because, uh-huh. you know, but then I, I was like looking at my phone. I'm like, she's like, how's it going? Is Molly running? I'm like, no, a couple of other friends. I'm looking down at my phone. I'm looking at the course. I didn't have a chance to ask them about the cats. I know. I'm like, what is I want to know about her, the cats. I, I, but I was like, so I was like, I think she's coming like any moment oh, here, you know, like I'm getting nervous. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I'm like, you know, yeah, I'm just trying to like, you know, pay attention. I'm seeing, making sure I see the So friend. they're telling the same story, but it's very different. It's like, we ran into the guy who's, we had, <laughs> whose cats we adopted. He was really weird. <laughs> I know. Weird that's what us. I mean. It was like, I mean, I, I was nice. It would, Ish. I would, yeah, I would maybe rate it as a three <laughs> as far as social interaction. It wasn't totally a nightmare, but it wasn't it wasn't great. Yeah, 
during this time, I think when I was like, I had my back turned, uh, I believe, I think this is where I missed Stephanie went by. Stephanie went by. So not only did uh, I not see Stephanie, I've looked like a dummy. Interaction, <laughs> <I> looked, failure <laughs> in, every, in every way. I just r- rode my bike back home with my head down. <laughs> <laughs> so our we're recording in our dining room and there's big windows that go out into our deck and then there's like another building behind us and so like you could i guess you can like could see us like with our like headphones on or Mm -hmm. microphones or whatever and some neighbors that like some new neighbors that live behind us just like we're walking down their like back their stairs or whatever and they're both just like staring and like what are they doing (laughs) we're doing a fake radio show Oh, look at those kids in there playing radio. It's fun. This is how they like talk to each other. They use like, microphones. <laughs> they're really like look really perplexed. <laughs> What's going on? So the other thing we did this weekend is we went to a neighborhood block party. And I think it's the first time we've gone to a block party, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Like block parties are a thing. Yeah, they've been a thing. Are they just a... Is that a Chicago thing? Are they in other places too? Is it just an Edgewater thing? No, it's a Chicago thing. all over? Yeah. I don't think I've ever been to one. No, I haven't been to one. I think too, because we don't have kids. Kids, Yeah. It's, I mean, they have bouncy houses and block off the streets for fun and games. And there's chalk people right on the streets and chalk. And it's mostly for kids to run around and the parents to sit around and drink. Yeah. Essentially. So, yeah. So we also live, so we live in a neighborhood where every block, there's like a lot of pride about your, for your block. Yeah. Around here. This is weird. Some, I'm Team Norwood. Yeah, I'm Team Glenwood. Glen I'm, I'm Team Glen Lake. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like rivals of who has the best block party. Yeah, but and it goes even to what's the best block for trick or treating. Yeah, there's a lot. Oh, of that's what I meant to ask about last night. If, if like who was into like the trick or treating? Because there's blocks that like, yeah, where it's just is full all out for your the trick or treating and the displays and mm-hmm. the yards and the setups that you yeah. have. And yeah, we don't live on one of those blocks. We live kind of on a weird like the end. We live on a street where houses most of the houses face like north south, but ours face east. It's like the end of a block. Somehow there's like a little end cap of mm-hmm. houses. And so we don't have a block party because we're not really a block. We don't have a block. But we get invited, I guess, to the blocks around us. Whatever. We I'm, do? Yeah. Yeah. We get like flyers for block oh, parties oh. that are around us. I feel like we're always out of town or something or something. <laughs> so we're like, okay, It's funny because I've never known I've never known that we've been invited to any other block parties. Yeah. So we're like, okay, we'll go to the block party. Are we like allowed to go to this block party? And But our friends invited us and we enjoyed like they used to be in charge. They've lived on the block for a long time and they used to be in charge of the block party. So they had these amazing stories about <laughs> the years when they did the block party and it just sounded like they burned out on it. But they had, I mean, it was just like the list went on and on of all the things that they would have. So they had a pony rides. They had an exotic animal petting zoo. They had um, the Jesse White tumblers. <laughs> yeah. They had like the entrance of the block would be like a huge balloon, like, arch thing yeah um they would have sing did a, a wine, wine tasting yeah. pet parades <laughs> yeah. um flamingo dancers yeah it was just like they couldn't it was just like they were pulling like a scarf out of a hat that just like kept coming and coming of yeah. all the things they yeah. they had done it was incredible <laughs> all the things they've done i'm like oh i wish we could have too bad we didn't <laughs> but also just sitting here is yeah nice. it was it was so and i think they realized that also just sitting there was nice and that you didn't have to do all of that when i think of a block party i think of i think of a bouncy house yeah. with kids kids riding their bicycles and playing mm-hmm. and parents in a circle talking and drinking wine yeah and that's exactly what yeah. this was and dads with like a koozie 
at like nine o'clock in the morning yeah. <laughs> yeah. um and our alderman like grilling up uh, street meats yeah he's like <laughs> yeah our alderman who's very aldermany <laughs> was uh, manning the grill his dog was like going around being crazy <laughs> off leash and yes yeah, so he's manning the grill and he comes over and he's like we've got burgers we've got hot dogs we've got brats we've got different kinds of burgers just, like every type of meat <laughs> but I, th- I think it's fun that you you know, you this block party. This is the block party where our alderman is. Yeah. He's the well, he cook. lives. This is his block. But yeah, yeah. but still, you know, yeah. No, it's. This, I like that. Like the. It's very local. Does Glen Lake have? The, does the alderman go to the <laughs> Glen Lake one? No, because he goes to the Norwood one. They had done um, Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, just like the list would go on and on and on of who of the of the things they had done. And then the, I know. The alderman is very alderman-y, but I also feel he didn't. He didn't come up to. He just said, "Hey, I'm Harry." He didn't say, "I'm yeah. the alderman of your, your of your neighborhood or anything." He just said, "But everybody knows he's the alderman," so everybody was just like, hassling him about, "Yeah, hey, what's going on with that old building? Uh, hey, what are you doing about <laughs> these restaurants? You know, this guy's just at his block party cooking meats. Leave him alone. He's off the clock." It was the first time we had met him. Yeah, there was a lot. I, I was happy with some things I talked to him about, like that where his focus was. I, was I felt like it was good what he was thinking, and I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't, th- I don't think I have a. I was never like a kid that got in trouble in school or anything. Like, I don't have a problem with like authority, but there's something about like living in Chicago. You're just always on like edge about things, like yeah. like challenging stuff. Mm-hmm. I think is more of what it is, and so just like having a pleasant conversation with him turned into me being like. <laughs> Yeah, feeling like I wanted to like yeah. pick a you're fight pe- with you're him. You're peppering him. Uh, make this a uh, yeah. The, what about this restaurant? What about make this yeah. more like Logan's? Where do you go out when you? Uh, or, I when wasn't you- being mean. I just it was like my chance to talk to him. And it's like it's suddenly like all the things I'd been feeling good and bad about the neighborhood was just like flooding out of me. <laughs> and, so. as, and as soon as there was a break I was, in the, I feel a, like I was respectable. A, a break in the conversation. He was like, "Hey, is that a Texas Tech hat you're wearing?" Yeah, he just anything just- anything that he wanted to do to not talk about politics. <laughs> Talking about yeah, it. In fact, it is. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't feel bad about what I said. No, I was like, you were respectful. I felt like these are things that I wanted to. There were important, and that yeah. I wanted to talk, like, to talk to him about. But yeah. there was something like triggering about it for me. <laughs> I know. At some point, I was like, all right, we well, guys just need to set up a meeting and do it at the alderman's office. No, we're just like. He's got a cat. He's got an audience of people that care about the neighborhood, that are creative, that have good ideas, mm-hmm. and are passionate about yeah. things. and want the best for their neighborhood, and so it's a chance to pick people's. I feel like that's a great opportunity for him to pick people's brains about things. He said to he said to us, he's like, if let me know what yeah, you wish no, that we had very, in the neighborhood. I want to know, and so I just was trying to get an idea of like what vision he had for yeah. for the new retail, the new restaurants, whatever. Yeah, that like what he felt like we. I want to keep things as local, like super local. I want to be able to walk to everything. Yeah, so of course. That's what most, everybody wants, I think, in their neighborhood. Yeah, if I'm spending most of my time going to other neighborhoods to do things, to spend my money or whatever, that's not a good 
thing. Yeah. So what are what are we missing that we need to fill? Yeah. Though he was asking me questions. We were he looking was. at these from different perspectives where for me it was my chance like to talk to the alderman yeah. and for him it's just a chance to bur- grill some burgers. <laughs> <laughs> right. He just wants to sit out and enjoy a, a cocktail and have some uh, gyros. <laughs> oh yeah, that was... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, no, yeah, he was very nice. We'd ask him a question. He'd say, oh, that is a great question. He's, that's, yeah. a, uh, that's a great question. He's a pro. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a politician. He's very, <laughs> It was very good. And yeah, I, th- I thought he was very respectful to, I mean, he knows everybody. I think we probably were the only people that he didn't know on the block. You know, yeah. he's friends with all these people. Yeah, so it was good to go to the block party to meet some other white people in the neighborhood. And, <laughs> <laughs> and meet the <laughs> Delightful. It was a lovely night. That's a really pretty block. Like a canopy of amazing. trees. Yeah. <laughs> so check check that off the summer bucket list. Block Yeah, yeah. All right. That's enough for today. <laughs> uh, so before we oh, go. Oh, yeah, let's do. Let's keep it local. Just a couple more minutes, and then we'll um, sign up. I was going to do a, just a, a, a a quick next door update. Before I do, I want to uh, something that I saw on the internet that I thought was extremely funny. Uh, Robert Feeder, who is the local media columnist in town. This is the uh, place where you go to find out if you still still have a job if you work in the media. <laughs> that's how you usually find out. When I, that's another trigger for me hearing the name Robert Feeder. I'm like, oh. <laughs> makes so me nervous. He um, he writes you know a column about what's going on in radio, television, news, you know, locally. Um, and he wrote a column this week about how there is a um, a show on WGN uh, TV that honors Walter Payton. Walter Payton, one, a legendary, one of the greatest football players, if not the greatest football player of all time played for the Chicago Bears mm-hmm. a legend deserves a special uh, 20 years after he died he died of cancer or something yeah like when he's only 45 mm-hmm. years old I mean he was just you know and people hold on to beloved. this guy yeah he's a beloved Chicago athlete so uh, Channel 9 is doing a special on him called Savoring Sweetness it's going to be on in September so you know an informative piece but the best thing about these columns are the comments I don't know. It's like the weird. For some media is so important to some people that the comments. There's always crazy. Like, why do you care what who the noon anchor is on <laughs> WBBMA? You know, like, why yeah. is this important to you? Yeah. So there's you know a lot of comment about like oh forever the best, truly the greatest of all time, the goat. Oh, that's awesome. Can't wait. Uh, Walter was a great football player, but more importantly, a great man cannot wait to see the show i mean these are glad channel nine is doing something like this this is mm-hmm. great and then mike batista <laughs> wrote miss him every day <laughs> what no i don't understand if it walter Payton was his dad <laughs> right <laughs> or, or husband is he a family member <laughs> what kind miss of him every day <laughs> Every morning I wake up. He's got like an altar to him. <laughs> I just, I think that we've lost the best football player of all time. <laughs> this must be the most Chicago thing we've said today. <laughs> what kind of normal human being misses Walter Payton every day other than a family member? <laughs> Miss him every day. <laughs> All right. Good job, Mike Bautista. Uh, so uh, quickly, uh, a, a next door update. There was uh, somebody who was uh, selling off a fine collection of uh, pipes. Uh, includes the- What kind of pipes? Like traditional ones or like pot? No, like, like you know, pretentious pipes. Like long <laughs> like ones? People that are pretentious smoke. Okay. Make an offer. 
minimum of a hundred dollars though and they get they included a picture of like 15 pipes and then another one where a guy just says is any anybody available to play tennis today at 735 north washington <laughs> avenue is there a park there <laughs> no it sounds like a trap <laughs> yeah. is he gonna just steal your tennis racket i'm in the basement <laughs> just come in um, there's a tennis court in my basement <laughs> and then suzanne plunkett lost chicken <laughs> exclamation point yesterday our black hen either escaped our yard in the 6101 block of rockwell or was stolen and we are heartbroken she has a bare patch on her back if you see her please message me here or call my number thank you very much he posted a picture of mm-hmm. the chicken as you can see it's a lovely oh, looking yeah. chicken so then that was at 307 407 Founder, <laughs> was she wait? Was she under a chair or under like a credenza in their house, like all the cats are? She flew over our fence and was in our next door neighbor's yard. <laughs> Should you look there first before you're posting on the? You yes, th- yes. We've our like our cat lemur gets out into the yard every now and then. We have a very fenced-in yard that goes all the way down to the bottom, and so he can get some sun. We'll supervise him. He can get some sun. It's it's safe, but he has like gotten the neighbor and just like we just go around the corner and there he is just like <laughs> sitting the there yeah <laughs> you have you have your hen is in the back you look it's gone i'm like oh my god let's go to next door and post <laughs> something and post a picture and then go no like <laughs> look in your neighbor's yard but thankfully the uh, the chicken has been found yeah, I'm, I'm glad uh, the black hen excuse me all right so that's it for molly and pete save everything don't for forget this week. to tell your friends oh yeah to tell listen. all your friends rate and review us on itunes listen post to it on social media pete's other podcast do uh, instagram stories <laughs> talk about it on strava <laughs> do you do that on Strava? Do you do pop? Can you talk about podcasts on Strava? You could say that you were listening to it while you were running. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Or yeah. riding your bike, or yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you could find me at uh, WGN Radio Extension Seven Twenty with Justin Kaufman. We also do a daily podcast called Laura Wecker Live, where Justin does a funny take on the day's headlines. Uh, and where can we find you, Molly? You can find me on Strava, at <laughs> Molly with an I E M O L L I E Green. <laughs> Maybe not this month. I'll still be uploading my runs. Oh, though. that's social media. I just automatically do it from my Garmin. So, oh. okay. All right, we'll talk <laughs> A lot to of you. Asterisks <laughs> to this social media fast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling your friends and supporting. And we'll talk to you when we get back from New York. Bye. Yeah, yeah, I'm up at Brooklyn. Now I'm down in Tribeca, right next to the Narrow. But I'll be hood forever. I'm the new Sinatra. And since I made it here, I can make it anywhere. Yeah, they love me everywhere. I used to cop in Harlem. All of my Dominicanos right there up on Broadway. Pull me back to that McDonald's. Took it to my stash spot, 560 State Street. Catch me in the kitchen like a Simmons whipping pastry. Cruising down A Street, off-white Lexus. Driving so slow, but BK is from Texas. Me and my dad. Best I, home of that boy Biggie. Now I live on Billboard, and I brought my boys with me. Say what up to Tata, still sipping my top. Sitting courtside, Knicks and Nets give me high five. Nigga, I be spiked out, I can trip a referee. Tell by my attitude that I'm most definitely from. No.